We're a unique podcast for families of faith. Produced by parents and pastors who understand and appreciate how hard it is to maintain your faith in a hostile culture. We're here to encourage and support you in the most vital role of all, parenting. If you're feeling overwhelmed and afraid, it's okay. You're not alone. Brilliantly Brave is hosted by two honest and engaging dads with nine kids between them. A road tripper, author, and pastor, Father Brad Mathias, and iShine founder, solo parenting expert, and all-around foodie, Mr. Robert Beeson. Join us each week as we explore and engage with some of the most intriguing, inspiring, outrageous, and awesome parents in the world. This is Brilliantly Brave. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. That was epic, Brad. Did you like that? No, I didn't. <laughs> it sounds like you're asking to be beat up when you say it like that. Let's Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. There you go. Okay. I'm Pastor Brad. I'm, I'm Robert. With Robert. And it's uh, great to be here. We're excited. It's the uh, last podcast of season three. Mm-hmm. It's hard Can to you believe. believe that? I know, man. That's pretty impressive. It's crazy, but we've had some really great guests. We have had some great guests, and uh, we'll despite, save the best for last, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not only is this a friend of ours uh, and someone we've partnered with, but this is like his second interview because somewhere we lost his uh, interview. Yeah. Before, uh, do you know what happened? I mean, did we ever sort that out? Yeah, I think you um, you erased I, it. I erased it. I think something like that. Hmm. Well, we'll let the Lord sort that out in heaven. Uh, today, I think it's important that we mention, uh, Robert, that you have a book out and you are actively promoting it with Focus on the Family. What's the name of your book? The book is called Going Solo, Hope and Healing for the Single Parent or for the Single Mom or Dad. Oh, yeah. So for those who don't know, my co-host Robert Beeson uh, was a single father for many years with three daughters. This story is uh, about the journey of recovery that he went through uh, before he remarried. And so there's this um, really powerful testimony to God's faithfulness. There's hope. There's encouragement. There's some angst. It's all in there. And Robert's not only written a book, but he's also started ministries at the local church level. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Solo Parent Society um, Groups is a support group for single parents that can be hosted either at church or People can get together and start it, but basically the idea is linking single parents to each other and helping them process through the things that they're going through with a scriptural emphasis so that they're, it's not about fixing single parents, but it's about equipping them to help each other and build community. Because one of the biggest things that single parents deal with is not feeling like they fit in anywhere. And so this is trying to help churches find a way to embrace this audience, this group of people, the forgotten people, as I call them. And for them to find each other and find strength. That's very cool. Thanks. Where would someone go online to uh, get involved with something like that? Soloparentsociety.com. Soloparentsociety.com is the URL. Check it out. I know he's on Facebook. I know he's on Instagram. And uh, tune in to Focus on the Family because they're going to be talking about him a lot. That's great. Thank you, Brad. So uh, Kevin McNeese is our guest today. He's from uh, the very cool town of Boise, Idaho. It is very cool. Uh I, we got to go out and see him uh, mm-hmm. recently in his uh, co-part, uh, cohort, uh, Marcus, yep. right? Yep. And I uh, had a really good time in Boise. They're a fantastic group. And Kevin is uh, well-known within the industry with uh, one of the largest Christian music websites really out there. Absolutely. Uh, new release today. So you may be familiar with the music and the ministry of new release today, but you may not have known the guy behind it. 
So today's interview is with Kevin McNeese. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave. Hey, I do not have a book deal. You did not. You did not have a book deal. No, but you run the largest Christian music website, and so that's pretty cool. That's true. Thank and you. And you're guys a for dad. It's great to have yes, you. Yes, I am a dad. He is a dad, and uh, you know, for those who don't know, give us the three minute elevator pitch on why they should go to your website and what do you guys offer. First of all, let me interrupt yes. you, Brad. Oh, um, okay. Three minutes is too long for an elevator pitch. All right. <laughs> you can say one or the other. Give us a three minute version or the elevator pitch. So Kevin, we'll leave it up to you. Whichever one you want to do. Unless you're like Elf and you just hit all the buttons. <laughs> That's true. That's a that, very long That ride. actually happened talk, to talk us all the, way the other day. Okay. <laughs> all right. Give us the 60-second yes. elevator pitch. How's that? Is that okay. better, Robert? Well, new release today. Uh, we don't sell anything. We just exist to introduce as many people as we can find to as much Christian music as we can uncover. And uh, we, we are just seeing the industry explode in independent music. So we cover both the label system artists that are coming out of uh, all the major labels as well as a ton of independent artists from all corners of the world really and uh we we do online radio we do interviews uh, we do editorial we just do a bunch of stuff that um that that will introduce you to a ton of christian music that you might not be hearing or discovering elsewhere so that's that's the quick version of what we do it's awesome and we love what you do you also have the we love awards which um which is a significant thing that you guys have been doing for a few years Yes, we actually just finished. Um, so uh, if I if I seem very relaxed and calm, that is why <laughs> this, <laughs> this giant cycle of the We Love Awards has uh, completed. We'll be diving back again probably in the October timeframe of this year. But um, so we just finished uh, cycle six, the sixth annual We Love Crazy. Awards. Just a couple of days ago, we had a giant event in Nashville, Tennessee, streamed it live on Facebook, and it was Matthew West and Jamie Grace and Natalie Grant and Todd from Salem, just a whole bunch of artists, about 20 different artists, and there were live performances. We announced the winners, and um, it was really cool, just a really cool, uh, very, very raw and real event. We all just got together and did music live together for uh, for a couple hours. It's fantastic. So for our listeners out there, before we get into the parenting thing, if you want to know about Christian music and stuff that you may not have heard of on your local radio, but is nevertheless incredibly inspiring, go visit New Release today because they've they've got it all covered. All right. Yes. Yeah. So Kevin, uh, not only are you like a music media web guru, but you're a father. <laughs> Tell us about your family. Well, my wife and I have been married 17 years. We got married in the year 2000, so it's really easy for me to remember that. So September will be 18. Mm. Uh, we have a 11-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old son, and uh, they keep us incredibly busy. And that's it. We're good. Our family's done for <laughs> <laughs> the four of us. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting time of life right now as the kids get older and and uh, we've moved them into public school and and just we're we're tackling a lot of uh, very new issues here in the past year even so talk to us about that because there's a lot of people that listen that um, have homeschooled and are thinking about you know the the advantages of that versus public school and what led yeah. you guys to the decision to get into the public school system and and what are some of the challenges that you've had and what are some of the opportunities yeah. that it's provided well being financially broke certainly helped uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. help the move from Christian education, private education to, you know, we, I don't know. It was just hard to, 
it was hard to justify. Well, the school that we were going to um, actually ended at sixth grade, and we've had the kids mm-hmm. in Christian education at our church, uh, ended at sixth grade. So Kennedy would have been moving out of that next year anyway. And um, and we were just looking at different options. And I don't know, it was hard for me to justify 15, 20K for a seventh and fifth grade, fourth grade education, you know. Mm. Um, so, but at the same time, it was incredibly hard to, to make the decision of, okay, we're going to take them out of this Christian environment where they, where everything revolves around godly principles and, and prayer and chapel. And we're going to move them into uh, the public school system, which I um, viewed as like the den of wolves. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And uh, I, it, a lot of prayer went into that, um, and a lot of uh, a lot of talking through with the kids went into that. And has it it's gone? Been nothing, well, it's been nothing but positive. I mean, there's certainly the stereotypes that we've run into. I mean, first day from school, Kennedy comes home and learns a nice new word. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, one of the one of the great choice words, and she brought it to us. And I think it's forced us to be incredibly open with them. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of areas that maybe we wouldn't have this early, but um, what that has truly established is just this open door of communication, um, which is a nice little side product, probably something we should have had anyway. Hmm. Um, and and also we hear these stories of um, of Kennedy and Caleb going to complete strangers, uh, their kids, and you know seeing them alone on the playground and going up to them and and saying, "Hey, I just want to I want to let you know that Jesus loves you." And they come back and tell us that, and we're just, you know, my wife and I are just blown away, um, and and just thanking God that we believe they have a pretty firm foundation, mm-hmm. um, and they can get that at home. But man, there's a big world out there to love, and that might not be as easy to do if you're um, around Christians all the time, right? Uh, so yeah, it's I, I think it's all in perspective and keeping the message consistent at home, making sure they're in the word, that we're in the word, that we're all talking about stuff, and uh, that, that's incredibly important. So that's great. So um, you know, when we were in Boise, we had a couple of meals out and a little chance to socialize, talk a little bit. Um, you you kind of confided with Robert and I a little bit about the struggle that all dads sort of bump into. At some point, and yes. that is, that is the issue of my daughters wanting to go to a dance. Yes, you know the the whole coming of age and uh, the stage of life where boys are suddenly noticed and, and important. Mm-hmm. Um, without betraying any confidences, how'd that go? How how are you doing with that, Dad? And uh, yeah, bring us up to speed with that. Well, all boys are dumb, and so we're continuing that dialogue at home. So true. Let's just wrap right. <laughs> yeah, there. I think that's that's appropriate. <laughs> None of us. None of us here are going to argue that, right? <laughs> uh, the I, th- I think it's well, it's been interesting. I mean, I think I've forced myself to be present, and she has absolutely not wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, boys are boys are brand new uh, in the conversation, and like you said, Brad, certainly she's noticing them, and she's talking about them all the time, and it's a very it's a very innocent. I mean, she's eleven, you know, right. barely eleven and a half, um, but. Uh, that conversation is new and there. And so, you know, this issue of the dance came up and, and the, the, the demand was you can go, but dad's going to be there watching your every move mm. that didn't present it like that, but you know, dad's going to be there. And, uh, and it was a hard no and it was just not an option. I didn't give in and I didn't, I didn't, uh, be more concerned of her personal comfort level than my ability to assess the situation and make sure everything's safe. Um, the other concern we kind of had is we, we've kept them pretty 
um, protected on media. Uh, so they don't watch a lot of movies and, you know, outside of the G Disney stuff, they certainly don't listen to a lot of uh, mainstream music. And of course this dance was going to be filled with mainstream music. So my question was, is that going to be okay? What kind of messages is she going to start getting? Yeah. And it was, you know, it was fine. There were a couple moments where I was like, eh, I wouldn't have played that song, but, um, I think for her, it's about hanging out with friends, you know, and it's about, um, discovering that some of those friends might be male instead of female and knowing that her dad loves her enough that, um, that I'm going to be right there not to, not to watch over her or to lord over her, but, but really just to protect her best interests and to protect her heart. That's what we say a lot in our home is how can we, how can we guard your heart and protect your heart? So Mm -hmm. that was the intent there. And then I took him out and then I took him out to like ice cream and her and her friends out to ice cream. And that was part of the, that was part of the deal. So make it fun for him. That's great. Yeah. So what grade is 11? What is that? Sixth grade? Six. Yep. Sixth grade. Six. So Robert, you and I are both sort of uh, wincing, smiling inside right now. Uh, <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. We're, we're both like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where you're going with this, Brad. I would well, follow. But- where I'm heading with this is the fact that um, I get the, I get his plan. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing his plan to, to sort of walk his daughter through this process, but mm-hmm. there's a huge, but coming, right. The mm. B-U-T yes. comma, which is about to happen. I'm thinking Uh-oh. six months, maybe what? Yeah. Well, I think so. You can fill that part in, right. You can tell him what's about to happen. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and let's use the word plan very lightly here. This is yeah. duct tape day. Well, because I know, because I know Kevin and I know his heart and I know how delicately and how prayerfully they are talking about this. I don't think it's going to be quite the same, but that I experienced when I started going, Oh my gosh, I really can't control the situation. I really can't like be there all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's, it is one of those things as you, as you go on and you have teenagers that you, and this is what we talked about actually at dinner. Like you have to measure how much we're actually going to be able to do because one of the things I love about some of the things you've said, and I, I don't think I'm betraying any confidence here is that your intention is exactly what you said to let, to guard their heart and to let them know you want relationship with them. And so that comes out in just you being deliberate with them. And it's just, I think, mm working with, and you've done this already, you've taken the step to let her go to the dance. Cause there was a time when you were like, I don't know if I'm even going to do that. And oh, yeah. so those are the first steps of like kind of getting to the place where, you know, we realize that we're not completely in control and it's scary, but um, yeah. you guys have made a pretty significant step in like going into public school and then actually allowing the, how has that been between you and your wife? I mean, I, I know, but I, you know, just the having to get comfortable with, the outside world starting to creep into your social circle. Well, and the other, yes. And the other factor of that before I answer that question is, is we've allowed Kennedy to um, now experiment with social media. Mm. And so she's very much into American girl dolls. And, and um, I wanted to uh, kind of spark that entrepreneur spirit in her a little bit. And so mm-hmm. we've created a YouTube channel we do some videos together and, um, well, I'm not in them. I film them and then, uh, and edit on them. And, and then she has an Instagram channel as well. And that has been probably more of a, I don't want to say contention, but a point of conversation between my wife and I yeah. about how much we let the world in via social. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's part, I, I, we've just been very, 
I don't want to pat ourselves on the back because it could all explode on our face tomorrow. <laughs> and we're just kind of, like I said, we're kind of doing this day by day. But we, we've, take, we've taken them to a three-week, hour-long internet safety course at the library that we all that the four of us did together. Hmm. Um, we we ensure that uh, we're watching all the conversations that she has on Instagram. We did have to pull back a little bit and restrict her use uh, of that and monitor it a little bit heavier just because there was starting to be some private conversations that would be mm-hmm. deleted. And I mean, it, I, I believe it was all innocent, but certainly habits we don't want to um, – you know, pick up on. And so we're just learning as we go. But I think the encouragement I can give any other parent is just do not just give and disappear. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I had that a little bit growing up and um, found some trouble in those areas. And and I think, I I think it's very, it's, it introduces some embarrassing conversation and it requires some time, Mm -hmm. but if you're going to give, show up and be present. Um, right now, that's our best plan of attack together, and we're both on the same page there. It's just how much of that is is introduced when. I think it's great that you guys wrestle with this together. That you and your wife like have these dialogues because you know we all have different backgrounds, and so we bring mm-hmm. different backgrounds into a family dynamic, into a marriage, and so having conversations and not presuming that one is right or I'm right or the other is wrong, that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, that's, that is something that can strengthen your marriage can also be very challenging to, you know, cause we all have very different opinions based, based on our history and just fears and watching things go on. So. Yeah. And the, the two of us really default on, um, who's ever uncomfortable more, you know? So Mm. if Renee is not comfortable with anything and I am, she wins And, and, and vice versa because, um, and it's really not a point of contention or who's winning or not, but we sure. we both have to be comfortable in the moment instead of me pushing her into it and her pushing me into this. And so, yeah, I think what that's I important. love about this is that, that you guys are being deliberate about mm. putting into practice and to guarding and, and it's parenting on purpose and, and really being intentional about the things that you do, which is kind of a segue into something that I know it's been on your heart that we've been talking about in, in helping parents have conversation with their kids. Talk to us a little bit about the new venture that's coming that we all know about, but that I'm super excited about. I know Brad is too. Why is what what's going on with IRL so important? And tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, Christian music was introduced in my life when I was in youth group. And I grew up in public school and didn't have many Christian friends, um, but youth group was my safe haven. Um, and... So I was introduced to Christian music there and is obviously still very much uh, impacting my life to this day. Uh, It it changed my whole trajectory, I believe. Um, And I've always just, I've always been passionate about um, not only introducing people to Christian music, but also getting them passionate so that they can introduce others. Because I believe in the medium, I believe in the power of music, and I believe it's one of the most powerful ways that we as believers can share faith with other mm. with others. Um, and I've seen it happen over and over and over again. Um, so it's just been on my heart for many many years to create a resource for for parents and for youth groups. Um, that allow them to easily introduce their their kids or their students to Christian music. Mm. 
And so uh, with your guys' help, um, you know, we're launching this IRL resources, this in real life resources, and it's just conversation starters built around Christian music songs. And so you get a you get an annual subscription and you get a PDF worksheet, uh, you get a study guide, and you and you and your you and your kid can sit down and not only listen to Christian music, but really engage in its message. So mm-hmm. we pull out, we editorially if that's the right word, you know, pull out a theme. Uh, we pull out scripture that we can read through, and it's really meant to be a 10 to 15 minute conversation uh, with the excuse of Christian music. Let's mm-hmm. listen to some music together. It's really, it's, it's. Um, I'm really excited for it, and I really hope parents uh, put this in their arsenal um, because it's fun, because it's based on music, and then also some incredible conversations happen around these themes that are really um it's really fun to hear an 11 year old or a nine-year-old talk to you about okay you just heard this song tell me what you think it's about Mm -hmm. we do that all the time in the car um and it's cool to see it's cool to hear life through the eyes you know through the ears and perspective of of kids um and i think one thing that's really cool about it that um you you talked about a little touched of it is that it's a it's a conversation starter. So many times yeah. Christian parents, they don't know the on-ramp to get into some of these topics that we know we need to talk about, but mm-hmm. it's hard to just open up and have a conversation about something that is significant. You don't know how to get into it without going, I don't want to shut right. my kid down. I don't want to like make them feel uncomfortable. And so I think that's the beauty of music is that it can actually yeah. become this on-ramp for conversation, not in a not in a, let me teach you something, kid, but in a, let's explore this together. And in doing that, it not only provides great spiritual foundation, but also builds authentic relationship with the the parent, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And it also, I love how it starts with a video. Right. I mean, you, you bring up a video of an artist. I can't tell you how many hours me and my kids have sat down and just watched Christian music videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, to add the visual element of it gets their attention, and that's how you start. So you either start by listening to this, the song and streaming it on Spotify, or you watch the video on YouTube. And um, I think instantly you'll have their attention. It's different than open your Bible and read this Bible verse, and then mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. You know, it's, it, there's a place to actually write stuff down and, and discuss and discussion questions. And yeah. I think it's different than anything out there. I, I really agree. do. Um, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Guys, as you were talking, um, one of the things that became really clear to me, it's and, and for the parents that are listening, you know, if you've got the preteen and specifically your daughter is age eleven, uh, that's when uh, media consumption really starts to pick up mm-hmm. with our kids. That's when they're really looking for for YouTube. They're really looking through Instagram and social media. They're paying attention to what the the top forty music is. You know, all of a sudden that gets important and. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're trying to engage preteens or early teenagers, um, you really, as a parent, you, you have some limited options because the kids are so different. Your boys, yeah. your daughters, um, depending if you live in the city or in a rural area, whether you're homeschooled or public school, there's so many variables for a parent. It's like, what exactly will work for my kid? And I, one of the things that I love about IRL resources is it's using music and media, which is the common denominator for this age group. Mm-hmm. Like this is the mm-hmm. one thing every kid loves uh, and will respond to. It's it's really one of the few languages that all preteens and teens do speak. Right. Yep. It's and you cool. and the, the, I agree, and it's it's awesome, Kevin, that you have kind of 
You know, when I started iShine, my home became kind of R&D, became research and development. But since you've been living <laughs> yeah. in, because I lived with tweens, it was all, I mean, we yeah. they went to the castings with me. They went to, you know, all that. They were on the TV show. With IRL, this is something that's been born out of your already cultivated behavior with your kids. So this is not just mm. theory. I mm. love the fact that this has been tried and tested in your home and that you've seen the results. But that's yeah. there's something to be said for that. There is something to be said. And and one of the other things I love about this concept, Kevin, is that if if we're using a devotional or conversational starter with your kids that involves Christian music lyrics, then every time they hear that song, there's going to be that reinforcement mm -hmm. of what you talked about. And so this isn't just a one-time devotional. It's actually something that has the potential to live on in our kids' hearts. Um, I like well, that. And, and you're doing that together. Right. Um, you know, you're creating, you're creating more safety. You're creating more trust. You're creating more conversation. This isn't something that you give to them and send them away for 15, 20 minutes and, you know, and, and come back. But, and it's very doable. I mean, it's one a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I mean, you know, my wife and I have failed a lot on these daily devotions and, and things like that, where we just get bogged down and we miss a couple of days and then now we're off track and it's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, but to do one a week, I think is a pretty, um, realistic and, and sustainable. Uh, so, so yeah, absolutely. I, I just love this. It's designed to be done together and it will continue to keep that open communication going. So as we're talking about this and, and the idea that it's simple and it's efficient, that it's realistic, a parent could actually do this with their kid. What is it? 10 minutes? Is it 15 minutes? What, what is an average parent going to need to put yeah. aside to do something like this? Yeah. It's in that 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. So that yep. is realistic. I, I mean, I'm yeah. thinking about my own life and you know, when, when, when the kids were all in the house, I could do 10, 15 minutes once a week. And be able to say that, listen, absolutely. You, we're going to sit down and listen to a song or watch a video instead of, yeah, listening. you're using your iPad or your, your laptop. You're exactly. not, you're not uh, cracking it. I love it. I'm so excited yeah. about this, Kevin. It, I mean, it, it also gives them the ability to start um, listening to the lyrics and not just the music, which is so important in Christian music. Yeah. I think it's the, one of the few genres where lyric is, um, you know, incredibly important. And, uh, it, so it, it trains them a little bit to start pulling out themes and start applying those, those lyrics to their life. And what does this mean to me? And what is he trying to say? Or what is she trying to say to me? And, um, it's just been, it's, it's been really cool going through these with my kids uh, you know, through the years of, of talking about Christian music and hear them apply these lyrics to their life. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So I love, I'm sold. So yeah, I think how do we find out? <laughs> I, I'm how do we it. find out more about I this? I mean, I'm actually thinking about, I really wish I had this. I completely agree. You know, 10 years yeah. ago when my daughters were, were kind of walking through this. So uh, let's segue all the way back around. We're about out of time. I want to wrap up, but right. I, I do want to get back to the question. And I, I said earlier, Robert and I had a chuckle and sort of a look and we were saying, but um, so here's the segue back. Okay. There's a moment coming, Kevin, in it. And I want you to brace yourself. This moment is coming <laughs> and it's almost yeah. upon you when you're going to become an idiot and, uh, <laughs> and your daughter yes. is going to become a genius and, right. and have no time or tolerance for your stupidity. And, yeah. uh, parents are laughing right now because there's something that happens at around 13, 14 years of age. And it's just like. We are just mouth Where did breathers. my little girl go? Yeah, we're mouth breathers and we're in yeah. their way, you know, <laughs> like you're in my way. And their favorite con is sort of discussion will be something like a, 
That'll be it. You get a. <laughs> uh, it's reduced to size. And it's not because you didn't do yeah. everything right. It's not because you weren't very faithful and prayerful and very involved with the kids. It's going to be because of hormones and it's going to be uh-huh. because of this temporary insanity that hits their bloodstream. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you ahead of time. Uh, yeah. Brace yourself. What do you, how do you encourage me if I'm already dealing with a little bit of, <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of that? Just, I'm absolutely screwed. Is that really the message? <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty much. Gonna get yeah, worse. I think, I mean, so, yeah. but in all seriousness, what you're doing yes. to lay the foundation for relationship, and to plant the truth in your mm. daughter's heart, that's the stuff that will come to bear fruit. Absolutely. It, it may not be when they're 13 or 14. You may not see much evidence that it's in there. But I promise you, when they hit 16, 17, as they get older, they'll start mm. to remember what you yeah. taught them. And it will start to take root in their life. I have 24 and 23-year-old daughters now who tell me that the dates I took them on when they were preteens and teens were mm. the things that convinced them to try the faith of Christ out. Mm. And so, you know, here you can incubate and you can incubate and protect. And then there's this moment where they have to get out of the nest. You're not there yet. Thank goodness. But when it comes, what you're planting, I believe will be faithfully reproduced. So hang in there, man. Thank you. Robert, you got any closing words of wisdom? No, I I just think, well, I think the world of you, I love what you've started with NRT and I love this IRL resources as well. So um, IRLresources.com, correct? That's it. Yep. Can't wait for kids and uh, families to get their hands on this. Thank you, Kevin, so much for being with mm. us. And uh, Absolutely. I just uh, love what you're doing. Keep it up. Yeah, go, yes. go Boise, right? <laughs> go Boise. Pray for your book, Robert. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care. iShine is a faith-based ministry and media company that looks and feels a lot like a Christian version of Disney. iShine is more than entertainment. We're the producer of the largest Christian tween TV series in the world, a nationally syndicated radio show, a Nashville-based record label, host to multiple live tours and summer festivals, an interactive website and social media, and a provider of printed and digital devotionals, preteen Bibles, and church curriculums. But more than anything, we're a trusted Christian resource for parents and pastors. You can turn to us for all things Check us out at iShineLive.com. Here we are talking with guys from Boise again. Um, Kevin McNeese is this sort of energetic, just up guy. And uh, he's approaching his parenting with the enthusiasm and the heart of everything else I've seen him do. Absolutely. He's, he's, I, it's infectious. I mean, when you look at it, you know, there's, there's a lot to learn still. He's got... A lot changes, like you said, between 11 years old and 14, 15 years old. A lot changes, but I have no doubt that because of the seeds he's planting, that not only will they get through that, but he'll reap a harvest at the, on the other side of it because he's being intentional and trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm, I applaud him for the fact that he's fighting for his daughter's heart. Yeah. You know, he said that several times. You know, for the parents that are out there, I, can, I am confident there's a moment in, their, in your child's life where you just sort of want to give in mm-hmm. to the culture. You're yeah. just like, you know what, this is inevitable. 
you know, I hear parents giving their kids prophylactics and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, they're just like, okay, they're in high school. They're going to have sex. There's nothing I can do about it. I might as well protect them. You know, I don't hear that in his voice. Mm-mm. What I hear in his voice is I'm fighting for my daughter. Yeah. And I'm going to protect her as long as I can. And I'm going to teach her what's right. Yep. And he's not allowing the culture to dictate to him when she could be on social media, when she's going to be allowed to dance, when she's going to engage the culture. I mean, I love the heart of this guy. Yeah, I do too. Man, That's good for him. Great. So I wish more parents and dads had that much involvement in their daughter's lives. Well, maybe after hearing this, we'll inspire some people to, to take maybe. up that torch. Maybe that's the point. Awesome. Well, if you're listening to this and you have a friend who's got a daughter who's about to start going to dances and and thinking about boys, this might be the podcast to share with them. Um, We certainly encourage you to do that. If you're a family, you're looking for devotionals, we want to give you a little disclaimer that we are partners with Kevin on this IRL resources and that we strongly endorse it because we've helped create it. Mm -hmm. So uh, IRL resources is this new experiment and we'd love for you to try it and see what you think. And um, we would be appreciative. Thanks. We will uh, talk to you soon. Parents, remember, even if you may not feel brilliant or brave, you are. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 13. This podcast is a service of iShine Ministries and the Tween Gospel Alliance, all rights reserved. Donations to Brilliantly Brave are tax-deductible at iShineLive.com. Review and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or on our webpage. And read our blog and connect with us at WordPress at BrilliantlyBrave.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Brilliantly Brave. What our kids believe is going to define them for a lifetime. According to George Barna, by the age of 13, what a kid believes is what he'll die believing. For parents and for pastors, that's a frightening experience, especially if you've got an 11 or 12 year old. At the iShine Ministries headquarters, this became a huge priority in the last year. We partnered with the Tween Gospel Alliance to bring you a brand new resource known as the Shock and Awe Study Guide. And I'm here with one of the co-founders of this entire program, Robert Beeson. Can you tell us what is the Shock and Awe Study Guide? It is awesome. More than that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The Shock and Awe Study Guide is a super cool thing that either a parent can do with their kid or a youth pastor can do with their students or a children's pastor can do with their students. And here's the cool thing about it. It is apologetics for kids. So it's the really huge evidence and thoughts of apologetics wrapped in a way that is really tangible and simple for kids to understand, answering four primary questions. And they are, what if there's a God? What if the Bible is true? What if Jesus is who he said he was? And what if I'm part of that plan? And we believe if you can answer those four questions and you are drawn through evidence proving those four questions that really it's going to it's going to establish a pretty unshakable foundation of faith that sounds very helpful especially if you're a parent or pastor and you're concerned about the condition of your child's faith what they believe what the voices of culture are telling them if that's you and you're interested go to ishinelive.com and check out in our web store the shock and awe study guide it has a digital cloud video base so it's four studies in a small paperback volume for nine dollars and it has four videos that go with four studies it can be done in a weekend it can be done over a month or it can be done bi-monthly however you need it it is a fantastic resource that i have used as a pastor in my own home church and i have been impressed so check it out check it out
Hey parents and grandparents, this is Zach Fay, creator of Light Gliders, a digital game world of Christian faith and fun. The critical years to impact kids for Christ are before the age of 13, and kids are spending more time digitally connected than ever before. Light Gliders was created to redeem this time and to encourage faith, values, and meaningful conversations among the kids you care about. Visit us today at lightgliders.com or download the Light Gliders app.